following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hallmark of Greatness Last Orders, the podcast where we look back into the films our Hallmark favourite actors and directors would rather forget that they were ever involved with. I'm Joe, and with me as always are my co-hosts, the eight-legged demon of the debts, it's Bernadette. Bit of a tongue twister, that one. I, I couldn't think of anything, uh, to be honest. And out on shore leave from the horny navy, the sexy rear admiral himself, James. Stay off the poop deck, that's my advice. <laughs> couldn't think of anything from that octopus film that we watched. <laughs> it's an octopus-shaped blur, isn't it? it well, yes. Uh, if you want to keep in touch with us, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark Great and on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness or email us at Hallmark Greatness at Gmail, I think it is. Uh, how are we all? I'm very tired by, <laughs> after eating the world's massivest curry there. <laughs> Yeah, okay. This was this sort of falls into a, a, a pattern that we've got into of monster films. Um there is a there is a hallmark link to this though that I'll get into at the end. So we're not in uncharted territory. That's exactly. why I picked it. Yes. Yeah. Uh I I'm quite annoyed with this because it had the premise at the start to be great. Yeah. And then I lost interest about 50 minutes. And then in. quickly fell apart. And there was literally 10 minutes of them sticking stuff to walls. <laughs> and walking yeah, around with shotguns. Mr. Film was was all over this. Mr. Film was. <laughs> it was high up. Mr. Film Mr. being um, from episode 38, the Fantastic <laughs> Four, was just somebody who was brought in, Mr. Film, to do shitty animations. I mean, like I, I have questions as to whether any of this was shot in the Alamo. Because I'm guessing no. Because yeah, when they were know. running towards it, it was all green screens. Yeah. But yeah. then there was internal stuff that looked like it probably could have been. So it, it would be... Uh, it and would be an... if it was, were the Alamo sort of curators aware of it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Should we get into it? Uh, let's do this. This week's film, Chupacabra versus the Alamo. Or Beast of the Alamo. It goes by many names. Uh, starring everyone's favourite motorbike riding uh, sex pest, Eric Estrada. <laughs> See, I thought that was the intro that I was going to get. No, next week you can, if, if you really want. Uh, <laughs> everyone's favourite sex pest. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. He's a, rare admiral. He's a rare admiral of the horny navy. So. <laughs> yeah, similar. similar. Uh, James, your synopsis for... Beast of the Alamo slash Chupacabra versus versus the Alamo. Chupacabra fight a building. It's so dumb. <laughs> Just the one Chupacabra as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. even worse. Well, I don't know. I mean, I suppose the plural would be Chupacabras in Spanish, would it? You're I don't know. The wrong man. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I don't really know what I was supposed to do with that as a, <laughs> to create a synopsis out of it. So I've adapted a well-known popular song. Traces into superstitions like snowmen abominables. I feel a premonition that cop's gonna gonna get mauled. She'll make you take your clothes off and get flipped up in the air. She'll take you to the park where one bites off your pubic hair. When it comes out of nowhere, come on, upside, inside out. She's living the chupacabra. Take one back downtown. You're living the chupacabra. <laughs> Is everything all right at home, James? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's always good, though. I'm, I'm saying it isn't my strong suit. Um, it's always good after reading the lyrics that I've written two hours ago to look back at screen to everybody's safety being past. <laughs> you remind me of Adam Hills at the end of every episode. He's got to sing or rap summer. <laughs> it's fine. I'll put some music behind it. It'll be lovely. <laughs> It'll be horrible and stilted, and that's about as good as we're going to get today. That's where I'm not, I'm not coming up with a synopsis for this. That's Henry Chupacabra and Al Amo. <laughs> Al Amo, inventor <laughs> of ammunition, fights uh, them lollipops. Chupa Chups. Oh, yeah, Chupa Chups. Oh, oh it doesn't, not a good joke if you have to explain it. Welcome to my world. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, Chupa Chups means sucky sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chupacabra is the goat sucker. So Chupacabra yeah, is that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're going to get into the, the legend of this. I mean, no. Uh, Barry, do you want to do the poster? Um, no, because I forgot that I'm actually meant to do that. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's <laughs> Eric Estrada. just Eric Estrada with a shotgun and a leather jacket. Okay. Yeah, basically. And uh, one of them shonky looking Chupacabras in the background. Those uh, cheeky Chupacabras. That vary in size depending on who they're fighting. <laughs> yeah. Some have to be shot many times. Some can be killed with an electric breath knife. <laughs> uh, the official synopsis. It's not official. San Antonio, Texas. The bodies of various drug cartel members are turning up mangled and drained of blood. Tough DEA agent Carla Seguan discovers that the grisly murders are being committed by a pack of chupacabras, which are lethal predatory creatures of local legend. Carlos, his feisty new partner, partner Tracy Taylor, wayward estranged son Tommy, and some other people make a desperate <laughs> last stand against the bloodthirsty beasts at the famous fort, the Alamo. Yep. Right. Again, uh, I, I'm not playing the trailer. I mean, no, that was that, that that was quite fair to the plot, really, down to the and some other people. Because <laughs> I didn't Cannon. bother to note down the names. Uh, I did because all the way through this, I'm going. I hope they don't. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> when they showed a dog, I was like, if that dog, oh, that dog's dead. <laughs> I actually wrote this, <laughs> but if that dog dies, I'm off. And that's when I texted like 16 <laughs> minutes. I was like, nope, done. Nope. Uh, uh, so we open in a mysterious tunnel. Carlos Santana is practicing nearby. <laughs> and Yeah, I thought this was an inauspicious start because it reminded me of that spraying fish thing. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. I just thought it was like the Blues Brothers. We... <laughs> Putting cowboy hats. Everyone had a cowboy hat. Yes. Well, they're in San Antonio, Texas. Um, and I, like, I have no idea what's going on here. Yeah, they've got some cash, haven't they, uh, in a suitcase. Um, and one man in a Stetson is forced into the gloomy depths to put it on a... On a mine on those, cart. On a mine cart, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I expect him to do that hand pumpy thing, like... Drink. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> thought it was going to go all hon- Donkey Kong. And nope. I put down, I'll be so happy if this turns out into one of those... He has to jump hands. into a barrel that fires yeah. him out. <laughs> nope. Uh, the guy who is forced to do it is a very non-union vote for Pedro. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I understand that. And he he gets attacked by something. Yeah, we don't see it. He, he hears something distinctly chupery and quite cabra-ish, <laughs> and then he gets beetroot juice all over his clothes. Yeah, but we get blood. Like there's some pretty good special effects in well, special effects, like practical special effects in terms of like wounds and that. Mm. Um, he goes, ah, they all just randomly start shooting into this hole that, like, he's... So if he was in there and he was just, like, having a crisis of confidence, he was going to get <laughs> shot to fuck anyway. It, it felt like he was very much being coerced anyway, so I don't know what the dynamics were supposed to be there. Don't do crime, kids. Yeah, especially in tunnels. That's where the worst <laughs> crime happens. Tunnel crime. One uh, man gets dragged away by what appeared to be an armadillo from the way that it was cast yeah. in the shadow. Um, ridiculous. And while Stetson Man tries to get into his hat, it would appear chupacabras have thumbs because they throw a head at the man. <laughs> yeah. So they've got they must have grip. Oh, I don't know. Maybe like a good tail. Yeah, well, it must be, be one of the, one of the larger ones. To be hmm. fair, later on when they attack the whitest Cinco de Mayo party, they <laughs> yeet one of those kids over a goalpost. I know, and that's my, possibly my favourite point. I laughed yeah. so hard. At that. that was the best scene ever. <laughs> uh, I can't wait till we get to that. The dialogue, <laughs> the dialogue alone makes it worthwhile. Um, and that's it. That's that's this thing. They they're all dead, and then we get the opening credits. What does, it, does it say Chupacabra then? I, I genuinely can't remember because I, I was too busy laughing at my thumbs joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it just says Chupacabra or Chupacabras on there. So that's three titles that it's got. It's got yep. Chupacabra versus the Alamo, Beast of the Alamo, and just Chupacabra. So my rule of thumb is the more names that something has, the shitter it is. And this gets three strikes on that Three one. strikes are straight out the gate. Um, yeah, uh, we cut to Carlos, uh, Eric Estrada, who plays Carlos uh, in his house. Yeah, nice house. With his gun. With his gun. He hears his the door draw. going, he gets his gun, he comes down, points the gun at the door, and it's his daughter, Sienna, and her friend, I want to say Brooke. Brooke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's in the kitchen. There's a big bottle of lemons on the side. Don't know why. <laughs> There's also a model skeleton in there. Yep. <laughs> this, is, this is where I keep my skeletons and sliced <laughs> lemons in a jar. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, his uh, daughter turns up with a friend and he goes on about how she's missed a curfew, uh, but he has no compulsions at all about sending a friend off alone to fuck off yeah, to a death yeah. somewhere. One um, big fiesta, he says. Now, because... now, this has got two white screenwriters and I'm quite uncomfortable with the dialogue that they give Latino people. Yeah, there's a lot of essay and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. I know. Uh, they dump so much plot here as well. Uh, her mum's dead. Uh, Tommy's left, whoever Tommy is, we don't know. Uh, and she sees someone called Quentin, which is the least Texas name mm. anyone's <laughs> ever had ever. It's Cinco de Mayo. Uh, it's Cinco de Mayo. He's a DEA agent. He says, I'm a cop. And she goes, you're a DEA agent, which is uh, the Drug Enforcement Agency. So why is he actively pursuing murder cases? Because, uh, well, well, we'll get to this. They, they think, think it's, it's gang related. Cartel, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't. But, I still don't think that's DEA's jurisdiction. No, it should be like a joint thing. That, like the local police would have found it, I assume, and then called in the DEA because. Well, yeah, but that's uh, that's too much care. for this film. He's got leather Nobody jacket cares. and a motorbike. <laughs> you try and stop him turning up at your crime. Cut to him <laughs> establishing uh, shots of San Antonio in Texas. Agent yeah. Carlos on his bike with a shotgun, like <laughs> chips. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also, I just want to point out Cinco de Mayo uh, is a holiday which commemorates the anniversary of Mexico's victory over the French Empire. Yes. That's nice. I just thought it was a random day they picked. And we're just <laughs> like, uh, May the 5th? Yeah, we'll have a party that day. But no, it's a real thing. And yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's mainly, I think, it's mainly like an American thing. Like Apparently in Mexico, they're more bothered about Independence Day, I think. They do ceremonials. Right, okay. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, the other thing to note about Cinco de Mayo is that it's got nothing at all to do with the Alamo. Nope. There's no symbolic. Again, you've got two white screenwriters. Mexican things, tacos. <laughs> uh, Cinco de Mayo. Put a sombrero on that kid. <laughs> Literally happens. Uh, yeah, Eric Estrada on his bike that has Remember the Alamo, like spray painted on the whip. Because, Does it? Yeah, yeah. When he, oh, I when didn't he, see that. He puts his shotgun in like the holster yeah. thing. And then it cuts to, uh, I think, the fuel tank bit, which is the bit like that you sit on. The, the bit where you need, when you're filling that up, you need to remember remember the Alamo. And he's got it, yeah, he's got, got it yeah. spray painted on there. Um, and then he just rides about for ages. Yeah, taking it, in the city sites. It has a, it has big um, Irish man walking vibes about this. I've <laughs> <laughs> just so much of him riding a motorbike in this film. Uh, but also, they clearly couldn't get, like, insurance for him to ride it. So there's a lot of him green screening, <laughs> sat on a bike with a fan, like, whoa, <laughs> doing a bike ride now, am I? He does, he skills that a bit, because he's, like, ducking and dying. He was so in like chips, really mate. Like, he's, yeah. he's clearly... He's done know, this. He's yeah. done this before. Uh, he arrives at this crime scene in the tunnel. Who has reported this? Who's hanging about in a tunnel? <laughs> well, Christians... Ah, yeah, they were in Germany. Um, oh, the ID's accent. the body as a cartel member. Uh, so they hadn't done that yet. So the DEA would just happen to be there. Yep. Uh, and he meets his new partner, Tracy Taylor. Tracy Taylor. Say anything about her? Uh, why is he such a dick to her? Straight off the bat. Don't know. Also, it makes him an instantly unlikable person. He's in Texas. It's warm outside. Why is his jacket damp? <laughs> <laughs> it, it has damp flecks all over it. So unless he went through a car wash on his way there or something. <laughs> it's from the wind machine. He's <laughs> mist, mist spray on it. it. Uh, yeah. Um, she has a degree in something or other. She's his new partner. He asks it to go Psychology. and get some water. And he's like, yeah, whatever, babe. And it's just like a massive bell end to her. And then he goes over to Agent Danny, who doesn't who? have a surname. <laughs> Agent Danny, who is nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he's really kind to her and gives her a break because she has a slightly troubled expression on her face. She's looking at dead bodies and she looks like she wants to hurl. They've only got one tablet between the entire DEA police force as well, because they're all oh. sharing that one tablet. Oh, but that tablet can zingle for fuck. So. Yeah. <laughs> um... Why, but why are the DEA investigating this murder? Oh, because it's drugs. This is a drug tunnel that goes from <laughs> San Antonio, that goes from San Antonio uh, in Texas to Mexico, yes. which is about 200 miles, I think, as the crow mm. flies. So that's a hell of a tunnel. Do you think they'd have people manning it if it was a drug tunnel? You think yeah. that Paul Vote for Pedro looking guy, <laughs> he's pushing that thing for 200 miles. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bit of trivia there, but that someone's put out by comparison, the Lardal Tunnel in Norway, which is the world's longest tunnel, is only 15 miles long. 
So they just haven't cut drugs. <laughs> when there's crack at the other end of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what's it? Agent Perez, who is such a cool guy, he has a toothpick. Hey. Uh, he explains to Tracy that um, Carlos's wife—it's Carlos's wife's death anniversary. Death anniversary. <laughs> um, two years ago today, and he shouldn't be working, but that's just him. Uh, mm. And then he he calls him something, and I didn't I didn't catch it in Spanish, and I didn't look it up. Yep, yep, I've got it. He's known as the Jaguar. Oh, I got the Jaguar. I d- he calls it him in Spanish. First. Yeah, he's the descendant of Juan Seguin, who was at the Alamo. Um, yeah, he's great, 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 great. I don't know. Grandpa. He might as well have just got. Oh, we all, oh, we all call him Duke. Yeah. Oh, his name's Ace. <laughs> <laughs> Old Iron Balls. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh. Lady Cop turns back and throws a bottle of water at his face as well. <laughs> um, right, my knowledge of the Alamo is that it was Americans taking a final stand against advancing Mexicans, wasn't it? Yes. Now, well, Carlos it was, uh, is it was of... Texans. They weren't well, part Texans, of America yeah. yet. Yes, yeah. yes, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Carlos is clearly of Latino descent. So was he on the bad side? Oh no, uh, Juan Seguin was was actually at the Alamo. It's a real person, and it was on the defender side. Oh, okay. Because there was, sense. I think I'm not entirely straight on this either, but I think it was like the Texas Republic. So it was people who were white and people like white settlers, and it was people that were right. like okay. Mexican before. I should really have read up on this first, it. but it didn't seem worthwhile to be honest. <laughs> no, uh, it, it it confers nothing on anything no. other than that he's of no bearing <laughs> that's why you know. he's got remember the alamo on his thing because that's what his granddad yeah. said in his will wherever you go right remember the he, he screams <laughs> at that poor lad later when, on when you're out buying ice remember the alamo <laughs> having a dump for a man um <laughs> he gets some flashlights and i'm like if you're a dea agent those are some pretty weak looking mag lights you've got you want the big chunky x-files ones that you can see from space but anyway they go down the tunnel uh a spooky xylophone player following us. <laughs> And um, they find a man mutilated by an armadillo. By um, yes, uh, Tracy goes to take a picture of it with an actual camera, and this thing rears up and attacks her. Uh, Carlos shoots it, yeah, and he's like, pops it. and he's like, again, Texas, Texas justice. Shoot first, never ask questions. <laughs> and he's like, uh, what was it? Don't flash. Next time you start flashing, and then I didn't hear the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all a shame. <laughs> Um, I'm just Next time on. you start flashing, remember the Alamo. That's what he said. That might have been it. <laughs> I pause. Do they need a torch? Can the light just not bounce off his veneers? <laughs> uh, they yeah, speak he to gets this a very glaring. Yeah. Oh, uh, they speak to this guy who's been mutilated, and he says it was El Diablo. It was the devil that done it. Despite the fact there's a dead chupacabra next to him that was eating him. So I don't know. I'm not a cop, but I draw links there. But anyway, um, they come back out. Uh, they're hoofing bodies about in body bags, like just chucking them around the place. <laughs> like Charlie's dad on Always Sunny. Uh, as he leaves, he just goes, Tyler! For no reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he keeps getting her name wrong. He does uh, twice, Taylor, and then it's Tyler. never brought back again. No, no, it's no. not a reoccurring thing. Are we getting to the bit with the dog now? Uh, and he, he instructs Agent Perez to take the drug dogs and drug dogs. like investigate the valley. But budget cuts, there's one dog. <laughs> And I thought that dog was finding truffles. I didn't realise it was finding oh, drugs. This was the thing, right? So yeah. we cut to Agent Perez and his big Alsatian, uh, Lucky, and he's going, "What are you?" And like, I'm fairly sure that's not how you treat like drug dogs. You're not all pally with them. Like they're, they're on, they're working. They're not. Yeah. Having... But he goes over to what appears to be like uh, an abandoned fire, picks something up with his bare hands, and puts it in a bag. And I'm like, "Well, that's contaminated now, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I th- I thought it was like remains, and he just bags it up, and I thought, yeah, it's better than poop isn't it to be fair they walk through so many crime scenes with like not a care in the world (laughs) like um and i put literally if they kill this dog i'm gonna be furious i am furious (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if that dog dog dies i'm not watching it anymore and i did actually turn it off at this point the dog runs over the hill again police dogs don't they're they're, they're trained to to to, to behave uh and we see it getting munched upon by a chupacabra Yep. Agent Perez is like, I'll take a picture of this and sell it to the Times. <laughs> Does and he then say he, that? <laughs> I don't remember. He says the that. Times aren't going to believe this or something. Uh, oh, and yeah, then yeah. he gets um, Jurassic Park's Clever Girl. Clever Girl style, yep. yep. Uh, it appears they all munch upon him. Four of them eat him while another one just watches, which yeah, is he, the he, thing. Does anyone he, want to describe these chupacabras? 
I was right. more annoyed that that's his dog, whether he's a working dog or not. And he was just like, I'm just going to take a picture of this dead dog. Not, oh my God, yeah. my dog. He dead. throws a rock at it while he's got a gun in his hand. <laughs> yeah, he's it's more like, no, get out of the way, sort of thing. Yeah. He's just killed your dog, mate. Just killed Lucky. I shouldn't have named it because it makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was expecting, I, I think I had in my head El Chupanibre from Futurama, like this big green reptilian thing. Um, but actually, they're, they're just like, they're like small whippets. They look like, uh, yeah. yeah, like very ill dogs, malnourished dogs with mange. Slightly larger chihuahuas. <laughs> well, um, again, they vary yeah. in size depending on who they're fighting. Uh, that's <laughs> like a conversation we're making this film. How much of this budget should we allocate to the CGI chupacabras? Ah, oh, 10 quid should be right. <laughs> Is this just shy? We'll, really use, we'll just use the same bit of footage over and over again. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean... I think the average size of the adult ones is about like the size of, I don't know, like a, like a German shepherd dog. Yeah. No, smaller. Like, yeah, like a beagle. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's rare though for a film of this type to show the monster this early on and the monster to be that. so shite. So like octopus, we didn't see for ages till the yeah. last 10 minutes. This one, we see him straight away. And it's away. like, oh, it was me all along and takes <laughs> off a moustache and a monocle. And it's, yeah. No. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's very sort of front loaded and it's, even worse because of it, <laughs> on top of being a bad film. Yeah, he gets munched up. Uh, we get more green screen of Tommy biking around. Uh, there is work being done, but he has to go and um, see where Perez's body is. So he... Uh... He goes no, to no. Doris, doesn't he? He goes, yeah. he goes to see his son, Tommy, because he thinks Tommy's involved in this. Um, he arrives there and he like immediately everyone grabs weapons and tries to beat the fuck out of it. I'm not surprised. I mean, that would be my response as well. <laughs> Eric Estrada hey, shows you hear Abuelo, is what one of them says. Yeah, uh, he tries to hit him with like a tire iron. Uh, Tommy appears and like the other two guys, Loco and Gordo, are big like dudes. Uh, Tommy looks malnourished. Mm. Uh, but he says, was it you? I know you blew up like a drug compound a while back. And he's like, I don't have to talk to you. Um, he also says, um, Carlos says, what are your little friends going to say when this here Grant beats you like a piñata? And I was like, screenwriters like, what, what else do we know? Piñatas. <laughs> Can we get enchiladas in there somehow? Is Danny Trejo like enchilada? No, scratch that. <laughs> Uh, Tommy makes a run for it and he leaps over some tires with a <laughs> Yeah, it was to his disadvantage that he did that so slowly as well because Carlos was able to just catch up uh, with well, him. Well, Carlos just teleports like in front of him, <laughs> uh, catches him, and then takes him to the police station on his bike. Surely just get off the bike. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was wondering about that as well. Because, but yeah. Um, and then we cut to Guildford. Not that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, Find enemy uh, lines. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and a, uh, a young lady is uh, carrying a massive jug of water through a forest, mm. heading towards the car. So where had she been? Getting get water. Getting forest water. <laughs> the tastiest of all the waters. All the leaves have got like jizz on them. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I was think that, like, it's drool. Profin- yeah, right. Because okay. when they're under the bench later on, some more hits the floor. But I was like, has she gone for a wee that is far it- into the woods? <laughs> Yeah. It didn't make sense. No, it, it didn't. I charitably think that she was getting some coolant for the engine. The, the car had broken down or something. They were on the way somewhere else. She's running back. Here's a scream. She was, she was going on about the AC. Right, in a car? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, they were heading to a Cinco de Mayo party. Because, um, of course, they were. Because white people. Uh, she gets back, and her friend has been brutally murdered in the car. And then as she goes, Karen, or whatever, she gets <laughs> mull- mullered off to one side, never mentioned again. <laughs> oh, she is? But yeah. yeah, they go, oh, two people died. And, and Carlos goes, yeah. <laughs> Why did we spend budget on that? <laughs> yep, uh, I-, I reckon they were like, director's missus or something it had to be yeah probably. it serves no purpose um tommy's getting interviewed at the police station uh carlos mentions protection about 97 times i can't protect you you had protection it's not massive <laughs> attack <laughs> he also has a weird dialogue with a colleague that he runs into um he says that he's been for a run and then his colleague i think his name's wilcox because he turns up later he says uh keep that up and you're gonna make us look bad and he says yeah well plenty more bad guys out there and then the man just leaves the conversation because that didn't make sense because <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Carlos has been back on the gin again. I'm afraid. <laughs> Here's your improv, guys. Off you go. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he, he he says, look, I, I didn't do anything. It wasn't me. Um, yeah, Perez has gone missing. You think it's Tommy. I was like, why is he allowed to do this? Why is he allowed to interrogate his own son? Yeah, why is he allowed to grant his son protection? Why is he allowed to like send his son off to prison if he wants to? Like, uh, yeah, um, for, for all the talk of Carlos being a good cop, he does a lot of things that I would consider bending the rules. Yes. Um, but yeah, he and then we get another like the forty seventh shot of him riding this fucking bike, <laughs> and for some reason he's got his chin set like he's fucking Joe Dredd. I was like, why is this a thing now? He arrives at um, at Perez's body. Uh, the, the 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 tech guy that's there is like, oh, they drained his body après mortem, and I'm like, can you mix French and Latin like that? <laughs> After ski. <laughs> um, like, post-mortem? What's the opposite of a post-mortem? Uh, Before-mortem. Like, oh, I, I don't speak lies. But yeah. Anti, I thought you can't, anti-mortem. He, he, said, well, he might have said that, actually. I don't know. But uh, but he's looking like he's having a whale of a time. This tech guy, he's loving it. Uh, but he explains that all his blood was drained before he died. Uh, hopefully his nerves gave out so he didn't suffer too much. And Carlos literally just picks up a phone from the crime scene, looks at it and goes, Chupacabra there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's tampering with a crime scene. They don't care. We've established they don't care. <laughs> I don't think I saw that scene. I think at that point it, the video link tried to like siphon me off to some sexy website or something like that. Some ladies really in your copy, area. Copy that we got. Uh, but yeah, um, th- we get introduced to the pathologist next. Fucking <laughs> well, nutter! This guy <laughs> clearly had big ideas. He was like, "This is going to be my big break. Yeah. I'm going to be like the new Matthew Lillard." Remember um, the French guy from the Sam. Instagram, oh, whatever it was, it was him. like him, but just like yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, uh, we get the chupacabra post mortem. This guy is certainly something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got two bloody handprints on his body. And he's top there, like he's gone. Ooh, like he's titties. got two boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like they've just bought that down the local coke shop. It looks they? like a fancy dress outfit, yeah, like a Halloween yeah. costume. My favourite uh, bit about this is that Agent Danny's just in the corner, just fiddling about with a conical yeah. glass. She <laughs> just gets, gets a beaker and starts stirring it, and he's like, "I don't come into your place." of work and start waving a gun around and I'm like no because it's a police station they'd shoot you <laughs> uh, and he explains that there's a ta- there's a dog there that bit someone so they've just put it in a cage to die I guess but it's been tagged with this thing and the first yeah. thing Tracy does steals it straight out of the gate straight in the back of the pocket like that um, well it, it's been tracked already they know where it is so I just it's like again the cops where's the dog now oh still in the cage oh, yeah um, and the tech guy explains that the chupacabras have rabies. Um, and a- Agent Danny goes, no, 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 near my family's house, there was one as well. And they, and Carlos is just like, no, women, the chupacabras <laughs> don't exist, even though I've just seen a photograph of one on a man's phone. <laughs> He doesn't. Hasn't he's not he got good one on the table cut open? Again, well? he just thinks it's like a dirty dog or something. I don't know. But when evidence is presented to you, uh, I think the, the thing he says, uh, evidence is not. Yeah, yeah. Absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Which, again, sort of makes sense in this, yeah, in this context. A, I wrote it down because it was so jarring compared to the rest of what this man <laughs> said. Um, and it turns out that they're coming through these drug tunnels. So not only are they rabid chupacabras, they're also illegal immigrant chupacabras, <laughs> which is the worst kind, isn't it? If you think well, about it. Agent Hot Babe Taylor has deduced this by looking up chupacabras on Zingle. She she literally has one <laughs> up and goes, this is all the information I need right here from an Angel Fire website. Yeah. Uh, and we then cut to Cinco de Mayo Day. Uh, festivities. There's, there's festivities. Stock footage. There's a traditional Mexican band playing traditional Mexican music, while all the white people, all the white teenagers, gather round a fire. One girl bringing the traditional Mexican hula hoop with her. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they're standing around a brazier. Uh, I was just waiting for somebody to play Amazing Grace. <laughs> um, both um, Brooke and Sienna are sitting on lawn chairs. Uh, Quentin comes over and kisses um, Sienna. And I was like, I hope all these white kids get murdered by chupacabras in a minute. <laughs> well, Brooke then he goes for a they... piss right next to No, no, no. Well, yeah, no yeah. Brooke, Brooke's getting hot and heavy. So she, yeah. she goes, why don't we find a place more quiet? They walk five feet away from everyone else. <laughs> oh, I've got I'm, ten yards. 
that's not the phone right there. I'm just like <laughs> literally like, well, they're not. They're teenagers. So well, they're, yeah. 17, I think. Yeah. Uh, he goes, I've got to go for a piss. Walks again, three foot away from her. <laughs> so like, that's the romance going when you hear it slashing it out. Um, and his cock gets bit off by a chupacabra. <laughs> It's the way he comes back. There's like cock <laughs> like, like, oh, and he's getting like willy blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> willy blood. <laughs> um, okay, and then we've got a dramatic lad. Um, no, no, no. It turns out he was called Darius. So Darius and Quentin. Right? These are not. Texas names. I'm sorry. No. Um, the chupacabra circle and attack. <laughs> and then one kid pulls <laughs> to the camera and screams, we got chupacabras all up in here. Yeah. <laughs> he then proceeds to get fucking punted over some goalposts. My he... comment was, this film just keeps giving. <laughs> Everyone, a lot of people manage to run away. They run into a school, I think. Well, I just yeah. I have issue with this because Brooke has just left. Darius was it? Darius said his cock bit off, mate. He's of no use well, to this wear that. This is what I'm saying. It's just left him to bleed out, dick first on a. He's landed on, on that blanket. blanket. He's all right. He could press the blanket onto his stump, <laughs> stem the flow of Willy blood. How big is his donda? <laughs> Not anymore. It's odd that it went for that first. Well, he's having a wee. <laughs> Even so. <laughs> Um, so, and yeah, they, they go under like a, a metal rolly door and end up in a school, which again, whatever. Yeah, I think it's like a home economics class that they end up in. It's got like a weird hob counter thing. Yeah, and also a big sign on the wall that just says muffins. <laughs> I didn't see that, but I wish I did. <laughs> um, so they hide in this home economics room, I think, and the chupacabras attack the glass to get in nose first. Which doesn't seem practical to me, but here we go. You're right, Bernie. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, and despite being rabid, rabid, they can they figure out how to open door handles. Yeah, with the mouths. Yeah. And Whatever. I was like, what's next? They're going to be able to hack into your bank account next. <laughs> All they need is a glass, don't they? Um, we cut to the, the police office, uh, the, the police station, sorry. And Carlos is on the phone and he goes, what? Where? And then puts the phone down and walks off. <laughs> Uh, he gets uh, Officer Sexy Babe They drive there She gets off He drives another 10 foot And parks up uh, He just shoots I th- the lock I think, off we, I think we need a moment <laughs> I think Barney's broke You alright? In your own time <sighs> I have to say I didn't see the muffin sign <laughs> Just a big sign that said muffins <laughs> It reminded me when you said uh, <laughs> Of, of um, the Santa incident With no <laughs> No <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and a modicum of professionalism. I'm not sure I can come back in until after the steam because it just makes me laugh the whole thing. Uh, yeah, so um, Carlos was pulled up 10 foot away from where he dropped the other woman. Instead of trying the door, he just shoots the lock off it straight away and goes in. Um, he shotguns a tube in its face. He shoots one of them in the hall. Yeah, and then he, he, he pulls open the door with a bloody hand. And I was like, well, he didn't he didn't rip its heart out, did he? No, get it. Uh, yeah, he opens <laughs> well, it and he that sees that uh, this chupacabra is on top. Because with that highly developed sense of smell, despite smashing nose first into glass, they couldn't smell two girls underneath a kitchen counter. <laughs> no, it was a very drastic part of that. Yeah. 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 Maybe they work. Yeah, well, clever girl. Uh, he then pulls out a handgun and shoots it rather than using a shotgun at such close range. I don't stand. Um, and we, right, cu- isn't it? Spice we cut. Life, mate. We cut back to um, the the mayor. The, not the, the, the mayor. The party. Uh, little Johnny Punting is on the floor <laughs> doing some tremendous die acting. Um, he's only got a broken leg. Like <laughs> he's been through a lot, though. He's he been was kicked up over into a, the air. He's been I'm kicked so- over a goalpost. <laughs> What's I would have whiplash alone from the fact that that neck muscle on that thing managed to fling him up in the air. It was uh, also, this is what I was laughing at so much, is that kid got yeeted and he did his little thing, <laughs> but also a kid's arm just falls off. Yes, it does. <laughs> and then, I'm sorry, I just lost it. Um, and Carlos uh, screams, we better get the mayor. I don't know why. Uh, we come back to the police station. Uh, Carlos is off the case because he's he contaminated. He drove a bike through a crime scene. Yeah. You can walk <laughs> through a, it. And what a else. weird regulation that was. Well, did he? Because he pulled up on a thing. Like unless he went back to that field and just started doing donuts around the dead bodies. <laughs> like, I, I'd which love I wouldn't. To see what I wouldn't that would look put like past green him. Green behind him. 
<laughs> just on a rotating <laughs> office chair, just going round. Um, and so he sends um, Sienna and Brooke back to the house because Aunt Ophelia is coming to stay. Oh, yeah. Ophelia. Ophelia. Again, where are these names coming it's, from? It's not appearing in this film. No. Um, <laughs> Which was a shame because she's got a lively character. I can tell that already. I imagine it was like Mrs. Doe. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Um, or Eric Estrada Eric Estrada in a wig Estrada <laughs> or nada, that's the show It's morning, meanwhile and Chups are on the town, lads, lads, lads Lads, lads, like, lads few of them piling into the town. Um, And we go to their house uh, Where um, Sienna and Brooke are Having some trauma Like yep. uh, Brooke's like I just saw a man's cock get bit off Fellas noblessness yeah, Things are never going to be the same again and, um, and then they hear a chupacabra And Sienna reckons it sounds just like Her aunt Ophelia who presumably Has late stage COPD or something <laughs> oh. <laughs> goes downstairs uh, and realises it's a tube. Yeah. Uh, calls uh, a dad. She calls a dad and says, they're in the house. They've got, like, Jaws 3 level of just having it out for one family now. <laughs> uh, she grabs an electric bread knife uh, and stabs one of them that comes in. But it's only, Whistles. like, it's, it's, it's tiny. It's like... <laughs> that knife's on for ages. Gotta yeah. <laughs> <laughs> warm up, mate. <laughs> well, I like, she gets out, like, a metal bowl first. She's like, I was oh, like, no, is, she gonna, is she going to cheese crate it to death? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are other knives available. Why go for the electric one? It was very specific, wasn't it? Yeah. They're only, they're only good for chopping. They're no good for stabbing. So, yeah. <laughs> Garlic press. No, too microwave. slow. Did yes. it? It starts uh, off a she... whole slew of domestic appliance related. It gets very <laughs> home alone at this point. Uh, so yeah, she kills one with bread knife. Uh, she puts one in the microwave and then has a cry about it. Probably because yeah, she's going to have two to... minutes, like a pack of pre-cooked rice. Oh, Eric, uh, Carlos is driving home. He's on his way. He's on his way home, but this road works. So he turns the bike around and does a sick jump over it, uh, which is clearly not him. It's a stuntman. Like, <laughs> but it's a stuntman with like his face on, like a latex mask. It felt <laughs> awful. Um, it, they go into the bedroom. Where Brooke is ironing a tube. Iron one. <laughs> Pulls an iron off the wall. Just there. Yeah, the, I, I thought she was just going to bash it, but now this iron was hot, so she like flattens this tube's face. Because they were doing some ironing while they were all dramatised. Like, oh, well. <laughs> Best time to do it, I think, isn't it? It's, uh, it's no good time. Uh, it's gone, it's, up, gone, just, it's gone very home yeah. alone. Um, turns he, up, says, says it, uh, my next favourite line in the film. Yes. Go on. Choop this. Oh, I got it down as choop on this. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, because choop means, choopa means goat. No. I mean, so he's basically said suck on this. Oh, no, cabra is goat. Yes. Chooper is, yeah, 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 yeah. Goat sucker. Chooper chups, remember. Uh, and that's it. That's like, at that point, the writers were like, that's it. We're fucking this. We've peaked. Yeah. Like we, we've got wordplay in there. We've had a Home Alone bit. We've done a homage to Gremlins, putting things in the microwave. Lovely I got stuff. that bread knife in, and we had a bet on that that I wouldn't be able to get it in, and we did. <laughs> but on a side note, apparently Taylor has tagged one of these chubs. Yes, yes. But how has she done that? Because they're so fast, they bite your knob off without you. You know, they're so quick. <laughs> how has she tagged it without losing around? When she runs over, when she runs over to little Johnny Punting, <laughs> she just fires it as one runs past. Oh, I, I like the way like, they bite. One guy's knob off, and then that's all they're known for. <laughs> so they have to change their name to Knobatroops. <laughs> Knobatroops. Um, yeah, Brooke, meanwhile, she sustained a neck wound, and yeah. then she's getting tended to, and then I thought, oh, yeah, maybe she'll survive then. Nope. Nope. <laughs> she's dead. Uh, they're in the hospital. Uh, yeah. Carlos is there. Sienna's like just in a, a medically induced coma, I'm guessing. Yeah, she has her head on the stairs, I think. The amount of yeah, trauma she's, she's been through. Uh, Tommy's there. And um, at this point, Carlos is like, we need to go out and fight these things because they're going to not, not stop coming until we destroy them all. Uh, get your crew together. No, Tommy, I need you, he says. And Tommy goes, I can't do it without my crew. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is like fast and furious, but worse. Um, they go to his garage. Again, he gets like a, a big wrench this time. Is it Gordo? And tries to bash him with that. Like, Every time you go to that garage, someone tries to assault you. Just go to a quick fit. Um <laughs> 
And then, um, oh, what was she called? Shorty, who was the girl one of the gang, she even says, it's like family. And I was like, oh, this is Fast and Furious. It's great. Uh, Tommy tries to convince them. Shorty's up for it straight out the gate. She's like, I want to kill some stuff. Loco <laughs> and Gordo take a bit more convincing. And they do some was Spanish. the guy's name, actually? Loco? Loco, yeah. Oh, the the white guy with the cross tattoo on his arm. Yeah. Yeah, he's called Loco. The other guy's called Gordo. Um you know uh, what it is, Shorty, I'm down for the hood. Yeah, and it's he's like, what if it comes for your abuela? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, right. Donde esta la biblioteca? Yeah, they take out, um, they've got like a drawer. They've got one of those red um, sort of mechanics, uh, is it like bolt on or lock the thing? And they open it up and it's just got an arsenal of weapons in there. <laughs> like there's a grenade launcher in there for Christ's sake. Yeah. I just like, I've got a license Uzi's. for all these. Not for a grenade launcher, you haven't. You don't need that for hunting, do you? Yeah, I think it was all sorts of stuff. I put, there were Uzis. I saw an AK-47. There was probably a Claymore in there. Maces, big old sea mines were coming out of this thing. And then apparently, fuck tons of C4 explosive as well, because yep. that turns up later, doesn't it? In oh, and grenades. Liberal quantities. <laughs> <laughs> and grenades. Like yeah. so many grenades, which again, as a civilian, you're not allowed to possess. But whatever, we don't worry about that. Sure, is uh, like, yo, we got 500 up at this. We got 500 up here, and it is Commander Wilcox and the rest of the SWAT team uh, have just showed up to help out. They haven't told uh, the big boss man. They've just said they're going on a long lunch, which I hope there's yeah. no sieges or anything today. Like if they need the actual SWAT team for crimes, <laughs> uh, they're, they're all serious. Yeah, because they they haven't heard about the chupacabras. This is their first time hearing about it, they and yet the National Guard them. are being brought in the next day. Apparently, they heard they it was illegals, and they were like, "Let's shoot them." That's mm. that's the world we live in, sadly. Mm. Um, and then he's like, "Why is why are you doing this? Why is Tommy?" And Carlos is like, "I was in a gang." Shows his tattoo, and she goes, "Oh, the Latin princes, which is not a real gang. The Latin kings <laughs> is a real gang, but I'm assuming." didn't want to annoy those uh because they are yeah uh and he gets they on his bike films <laughs> yeah uh they get to like a big warehouse where the tracker mm. has led them this is this is moving into the the last half an hour of this film isn't it i'd say the last 40 minutes yeah yeah this is yeah they're, they're going on the hunt now and you know sienna's in hospital never to be seen again oh don't worry. she comes back at the end but you know the hospital's fine yeah don't no, worry about it no chupacabra ever sets foot in there it's hallowed ground it's like highlanders and churches you're not allowed <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're going off to avenge her. Yeah, this rowing deep with yeah. Agent Danny. Um, this is fucking stupid. Carlos Santana is supporting them, like <laughs> in Mad Max, you know, like the guy with the big guitar. Uh, and then there's just literally 10 minutes of them walking around going, clear. Cover me. Clear. This way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doing army poses all over the place. Uh, at this point, I put, I hope Shorty survives. Yeah. Um, she doesn't. They, she doesn't. No. They don't even try and save her either. They just go, ah, she's gone now. And um, they manage to, like, all the SWAT team guys hang out and do cool poses while, like, this ragtag bunch of uh, miscreants go off on their own, which is dangerous. They find a load of them, like, amassing at the end of a corridor. <laughs> Yeah, the, the tubes have taken over the warehouse, which I've put, they seem to oversee with an iron determination and commendable work ethic. Because they look like they own that place. Yeah, it's been swept up. Yeah. I don't um, know what it was supposed to be a warehouse of. Warehouse. There's like a big concrete bath when they come in. So, yeah. It's a ghost factory. It's a go- it's, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's got actual ghosts in this one. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, the miscreants open fire on these things, but like all the gangster ones are shooting Uzi sideways, which is just, no wonder no one's dying because that's a terrible way to fire a gun. Uh, and then like they just get annoyed, and so um, <laughs> Tommy just pulls a grenade out of his bag and launches it down there, and everyone's like, "Sweet! Why didn't we just think of that in the first place?" Uh, they, they they go, "Oh, we're being overwhelmed." They run back. Well, I say everyone runs. Carlos casually sort of jogs alongside them. <laughs> Yeah, there's DEA agents getting dragged away into debt. They get overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, Gordo asks uh, for a pineapple, which is a a slang term for a grenade, apparently. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, No, because pineapple's longer to say. Why not just say grenade? By the time you've said pineapple... (laughs) He says it it in Spanish. He says an ananas or whatever it is. That's still a lot of syllables. Ananas. Yeah. 
again, taking up with the Spanish people. I well, don't. It's good if you've got a stutter. I don't know, because all my subtitles were in Arabic, so I didn't. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. but you didn't get any sexy singles in your area, though. So. <laughs> That's very true. Um, singles. All the, all, the, all the Asians are dead. Uh, they got dragged off. One yeah, of them tries to fight one with a knife, which I thought was fun. Um, and then as they're leaving, Shorty gets dragged away, and Carlos just goes, leave her. And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> they gave up on her so easily. Um, well, to be fair, it was going to be Tommy who went after it, and the only way he knows of dealing with the situation is blowing it up with something so yeah uh, uh head outside and there's tubes just lying in the top of this building it got very zulu like i thought at this point yeah agent danny's been out there she's like what happened and, and carlos goes we were ambushed and i'm like outsmarted by rabid animals <laughs> how did they ambush them as well they just sort of like all waited at the end i think they just overwhelming force isn't it yeah. like zulu um as, as they're leaving uh loco fires randomly at this thing and misses mm. everything like none of the windows shatter <laughs> or anything um these are terrible people as they're driving through town they come across uh cops who have been killed everyone uh, suffered from jam on face itis yeah. yeah uh and even the gangsters are like oh they died doing what their job and then uh detective sexy says they stood their ground which is a big thing in Texas of having gun ownership is to stand your oh, ground. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, uh, and then Loco and this Gordo... This going to get low Fabio points from me. Loco and Gordo just go and kick a body. <laughs> <laughs> really? Just walk over and just punt this guy a little bit. And I'm like, I honestly thought they were going to go through his pockets or something like that. Oh, yeah, because isn't it... I think he says something like, I never thought I'd be sad to see a dead cop, cop. or something yeah. like that. Right, that's it. I've got down some more dialogue. Dios mio. Yep. Check that off. That's <laughs> the things we know about Mexican people. I don't know. <laughs> Agent Danny's losing a shit, I've put down. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, she's not she's coping panicky, well. isn't she? Yeah. Uh, Carlos is like, no, we need you, Danny. Don't, don't fail us now. Um, and we get more, and he's like, we'll defend at the Alamo. Uh, everyone else he must have, have seen his bike at this point, yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> remember the Alamo? <laughs> I, I forgot. I know I've remembered. <laughs> <laughs> So they all green screen run to the Alamo. <laughs> Which is in town, yeah. It's in San Antonio. Yep. Lots uh, of establishing shots at this point. Of, they were yeah. very impressed. Yeah, it was nice. It's like from all angles as well. <laughs> this building. Yep. Historical uh, monument. Fills up time. Uh, there is a tour going on at this point with a man in a Davy Crockett hat uh, who is called Crockett. Uh, and as, a, as, he, as no. he's little, what? he's not called Crockett, is he? He's called Crockett. He gets called Crockett. He's he's but... listed on IMDb as Crockett. Is he? I suppose that's because he doesn't have a name. It's just tour guide in my notes. He can't they, actually they, be called they, Crockett. They refer to him several times as Crockett. Just because he's got a David Crockett arm. I don't know. Maybe that's how he got the job. <laughs> Maybe he's the great, 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 great grandson of David Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Maybe they don't even do tours. He just turned up one day and thought he'd do it for a while. Well, I mean, I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> I had a job for years as a tour guide on that very basis. Uh, and a woman comes out and she's, they're like, we need to defend this place, lock all the doors. And a woman comes out and he's like, I'm a white woman. Get out! And she, <laughs> gets, she gets thrown through some manager. glass by a chupacabra. Uh, the rest of the tour group get mullered uh, while they sort of run away. Yeah. They run uh, off to this room and Crockett's like, oh, take these guns, that are flintlock guns, that are be shit because they take ages to reload and you have to like black powder them each time. Well, also they're supposed to be sealing off all the bits of the Alamo that need sealing off, which Sergeant Hot Babe has got on a tablet, which surely is just like pictures of the Alamo like this. No, seal she's, it off. she's got like a blueprint on there at one point. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which they compare notes with later on that later he's on. got. Uh, um, yeah. So yeah, they get these guns and they're like they'll attack at night because chupacabra's reasons so they got these massive flintlock guns um crockett goes and picks up a knife and goes now that's a knife and i'm like are we doing crocodile dundee references in this film yeah now, the this cheek of you films. the cheek of you i mean that was the most realistic bit because that's what i would do if i picked up that knife as well uh they go up onto the roof and start firing these massive, massive guns. Which is still loaded. Like He says they, they, later, they, yeah. they still work. Uh, which they still wouldn't. work, but they're still loaded. They wouldn't work. Like, yeah, gunpowder and the water, yeah. the bullet and everything, still in there. Uh, but also, I've put, I'm fairly sure those guns would be shit at that range. Like, they wouldn't do anything. It'd be like, it'd be, what happened yeah. to those big, that big bag of guns that they had? Well, we'll come to that. Yeah. Uh, but what they fail to realise, the one weakness of the Alamo, trees. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all the chupacabras <laughs> decide to climb the tree and come over. One of them breaks through a door head first because these things don't care. And Crockett's great idea. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, this was Carlos's great idea was to lure them into a trap, even though they've been outsmarted by these animals at every opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, they talk about the Alamo Hall and uh, they want to gather... So they split up, which is always a bad idea. So they go in lots of different directions, lure the chupacabras to the centre and then... Blank, blank, blank. Yeah. All the chupacabras will die. Um, yeah, profit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, lots of Scooby-Doo scurrying around. Lots of just, just walking around and stuff. Uh... Gordo gets pulled out of a door and Tommy fires his Uzi at him, but it only has two bullets left in it. At no point did he think to check like his magazine of ammunition and think, maybe I should put some more bullets in that, because yeah, he could have saved his friend's life, but he didn't. Uh, they're running through. Loco beats a load of chupacabras to death with another chupacabra. Yes. And then I, says that he hates dogs. He hates dogs, and then he goes, that was easy, and then gets mauled to death. Um, and... Because she has to survive because she's a lady, Agent Danny gets set upon by one of them as they're heading back to the same room they were in before. Yeah, it, at this point, it feels distinctly like the plan has not worked. No, it hasn't worked. It wasn't uh, really a plan, was it? It was just, let's all gather them in the hall and then, I don't know, lecture. But they end up back in the same room where they got the guns from because... Yeah. Uh, that still that statue is still there. Well, not the statue, like the the dummy with the clothes on is the same one. So two people have died for no actual reason. Um, <laughs> Danny gets bit and he's pissing blood out of her top. But when she gets into this room, it's a very small wound on her top and a lot less blood, which I thought was nice. She Must have had a glass of water. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Crockett says nobody knows this place better than me, as he refers to a secret tunnel. They then pull out these blueprints and gone, hang on, there's this hidden room I've never been in. <laughs> and it's just at the end of a corridor. It's like you've never been in that room, have you not? Nobody knows it better than you. You've never been in there. And all that's protecting this secret tunnel, some loosely applied planks of wood. Yeah, very, very loosely. Yeah, like, he pulls directions. them off with his bare hands. Uh, so their yeah, plan is... I've had contractors like that as well. <laughs> their plan is now, Carlos literally says, I'm going to blow up the Alamo. And everyone's like, sweet, apart from Crockett, who's like, oh, I'm going to be out of a job. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the plan now is that they're going to draw all the tubes to the Alamo and then blow it up, escaping down the tunnel at the last possible minute, deadly octopus style. Yes. And that's the plan. I mean, it's the best uh, plan. All had. the chupacabras are there, so they're not doing anything differently. They're just blowing it up. Yep. Um, right. Also, at this point, before he remembers the tunnel, Carlos screams at Crockett, remember the Alamo! <laughs> and he's like, I work here! I can't forget it! <laughs> uh, so, uh, Carlos tells Crockett to take Officer Sexy Babe and Danny through the tunnel on his way out, while he and Tommy go and put all, all this fucking plastic explosives everywhere. So much of it. I know, and it wouldn't have been so bad, except that it looked like a pack of wall sausages with like a <laughs> on the other side. Oh, they all had phones sellotaped to them. Uh, yeah. So they're going along, and despite the fact that this place is supposedly swarming with troops, they have a very long heart-to-heart about yeah. what, why he sent him to prison and all this stuff. They're no putting... questions there about why did he have so much C4? He'd already blown up a drug compound, hadn't he? <laughs> That's he why he got sent over. to prison. I mean, you know what? It's, he deserves it's like, to be in prison. It's like making pasta. You put like a bit I, in the pot through... and then loads of it comes out. <laughs> he, he went to prison for that and he still got loads of C4. Ah, yeah. He hid it in his red bolt-on <laughs> whole two drawers just full of plastic explosives and mobile phones and they sausages. Loads of planks of wood over it, rapidly nailed it down and then nobody could ever find it. Uh, so yeah, they're going to blow apart the Alamo. Uh, they're walking along putting these pretty big bricks of explosives about four foot apart from each other, <laughs> which doesn't seem right to me, but what do I know? Well, he had enough, so... He had loads. They're walking about doing this. Uh, Tommy, at one point, goes, do you want it regular or extra crispy? And he says, I just want it done. I yeah. thought, oh, well, that was a merry little moment you had with He's your son. trying to have fun with your dad. <laughs> and then there's literally five minutes of them sticking sausages to walls. <laughs> Uh, while they're in this, the, the last bit, Tommy gets attacked by a trooper and pushed into like a cabinet. Um, Carlos comes around the corner with his fucking shotgun, uh, misses like with a double barrel shotgun at that range. I don't know how he misses. And the chupacabra punches him in the dick <laughs> <laughs> and pushes him into another cabinet. Uh, Tommy's like, oh, wakes up just in time to see Carlos grab like a bayonet rifle, stab this thing, and then he comes over and finishes it off. 
Oh, they also, they've also beheaded a chupacabra at this point as well. The one that attacked Agent Danny. Right. It's yeah. all very blurry at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But Carlos got punched in the dick by a dog, so that was the best bit <laughs> of That stood film. out for you. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're very... They're very Groin-oriented, yeah, yeah. Uh, as they're... Le- by the, so many women have survived, but all the men have no died. No wonder they put all those hot dogs on the <laughs> That's the lure of me. <laughs> Can you make it more veiny? Um... And as they leave this one building, all the explosions start going off. And I'm like, wait until you're in the tunnel before you set it off. That's the point, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but no, they run through some explo- some CGI explosions. No no chupacabras caught up in those explosions, I know. Nah, it. mate, don't worry about it. Can't afford that CG. Uh, and I, it's Neil Mr. Breen. Film can only do one thing at a time. It's the Neil <laughs> Breen level of explosions here that make it worthwhile. Uh, Crockett and the ladies are walking through the tunnel. A chupacabra appears. So they haven't got them all because there's one in this fucking tunnel. Uh, Crockett pulls his big knife out and he's like, How did they know about the tunnel as well? Tubes. Yeah. Well, it turns out that there's just this random trapdoor in the middle of a road that no one in the 200 years since the Alamo has ever thought of going down. Don't go down there. Why? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just throw a bunch of bananas down there every once in a while. Uh, yeah, Crockett takes his knife out and he's like, I'm going to go down fighting like my ancestors. Uh, oh no, this time we're going to win, or something he says. And Officer Hot Babe just shoots it in the head and he's like, Guns are better. And I'm like, She's right. Yeah. Uh, they, they come out of this tunnel as an explosion. Uh, they're being chased down the tunnel by troops. Tommy throws another fucking grenade, <laughs> but throws it really like left handed. Like, yeah, it doesn't he's get... run out of puff at this point. <laughs> he's just like, uh, has to dive out of the way of his own grenade blast. Carlos picks him up. They climb up a pole to get to like the main street because it's not a ladder. It's just like a straight pole that comes up. Like a fireman's pole, but in reverse. Yeah. And then they all high five. Yep. Uh, next day somehow this has fixed everything yeah all the chupacabras are dead he's not going to get done for destroying a historical monument Ozzy got banned from Texas from pissing on the Alamo Eric Estrada's blown it the fuck up uh, the next day, they're at um, Carlos and Tommy's and Sienna's mum's grave, uh, which just has, like, Mrs. Carlos dead <laughs> written on it or something. Very, very... For someone they loved so much, they, I, I thought there'd been more on there. And they'd just be like, yeah, Tommy's staying at our house now and he's getting his... All his mates are dead. That's why. <laughs> he's unlearning all of the explosive knowledge that he has. <laughs> but he's good at fixing cars. I think he's got it all out of his system by now, surely. He's exploded two... Well, <laughs> One historical landmark <laughs> and a drug then. And then, uh, yeah, then it just ends. Yeah, Hot Babe natters to him about how he should be proud and they flirt about bottled water and then they just drive away and there's a the column of smoke from the Alamo in the background and that's it. Shite. Yeah, <laughs> utter shite. Had the premise at the start to be really good. That is so promising. But the fact they tied it in to the Alamo, it felt like, when are we getting to the fireworks factory? <laughs> uh, your Fabio ratings. Uh, one severed dick, <laughs> a bronze one, a well. bronze severed Fabio. Uh, just because the first half was good, four bronze Fabios. Oh, yeah, actually, actually, I'll revise it up to three severed dicks because uh, it, it was not as bad as some things we've seen, but it, it did not stand out in any way. I said the ending let it down for me, so uh, yeah, with that, that the, the ending, but also you know, the middle and the beginning. No, it had a strong start. I don't <laughs> mind City CG, like when was it made? 2013. It was the Cinco de Mayo party. I just. Yeah, I mean, I got I to see a boy yeeting over a thing. <laughs> Don't yeah. make me start laughing again. Also, at that party, two of them were wearing massive, massive Mexican hats. Like, and a hula hoop. Like, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be four from Fabio's me. Uh, watch this film if you like men's genitals being mauled <laughs> by animals, basically. <laughs> Yep, so that was Chupacabra versus the Alamo slash Beast of the Alamo slash Chupacabras. Uh, 2013, 2013 also the year that saw Frozen be released. Iron Man 3, Despicable Me 2, The Hobbit. Uh, I mean, I don't think Fast it's... Fast and Furious 6, probably the closest relation to this film. Ah, uh, yes. Where Hobbs and Shaw punch each other in the dick <laughs> for 27 minutes. It had a budget of $2 million, or $1.5 million. <laughs> pounds. That was Hard very I think it's Eric Estrada alone. Uh, is it, well, I think it did mostly go uncast, which is unfortunate because the cast did not shine. Some were better than others, I'll grant you. But, Crockett! Um, I liked Crockett! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Um, 
there were clear that there was a mix there of industry jobbers, most of whom seem to have worked on the Val Helsing TV series because that came up constantly oh, throughout okay. IMDb. And then people who have never done another thing for very good reason. Um, so uh, I'm going to offer this to Bernie. You've got three options here. So for £1.5 million or $2 million, that's nearly enough to buy you the world's most expensive hat, uh, which is, is it the... a sombrero? <laughs> it's not. It's called the Chapeau d'Amour, or the Hat of Love, and it's worth £2.7 million, but I think you could negotiate it down. It debuted at Christie's in London in 2004. It's made out of platinum and diamonds, and it looks like an octopus seizing its prey. It's yeah. majestic. What? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. Search world's most expensive hat. <laughs> I've just typed in Heart of Love and it's just coming to a cat with love <laughs> Surely that's All right, that is pretty dope, it to is, be fair. It is good. It's impractical. You're not going to wear that down the shops. But the woman wearing it looks very happy, doesn't she? As you would. Wow. <laughs> that's in world's expensive hat. And there's like some Latino with a hat on just going, hey. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's um, a Nike bucket hat. Sorry, what am I looking for? <laughs> uh, the Hat of Love, Chapeau more. Or... Isn't that a Future Head song, the Hat of Love? It's a Kate Bush song. Hound of Love. Oh, yeah. the Hat of Love would be better. <laughs> wow. The Hound of Love is cool. It's good, because you can also play Hoopla on it as well. You wouldn't be able to get through any mm. doors, though, would you? No, well, depends on the door. The one at the Alamo now is wide open. <laughs> I think there's a button you can press on it, and all the arms, like, contract forward. So Can't go uh, down the tunnel, though. There's that. I also looked into the most expensive gun ever sold, and that's George Washington's two saddle pistols given to him by the Marquis de Lafayette and auctioned for just under $2 million in 2002. I believe Washington had said that they would um, most verily pop a cap in a chupacabra's ass. He was known. <laughs> oh, man. What would you uh, spend your money on, Barney? A big hat or some <laughs> big-ass hat, obviously. Yeah. There's, a, there's a third option as well. There's, you could spend that on 23 gold piñata necklaces um, that spaff diamonds when struck. They're 85 grand a piece, and they're shaped in the form of a gold donkey dressed in shreds. Uh, the party animal neck piece, as it's lovingly called, comes filled with little treasures of uh, 50 loose diamonds that weigh an impressive 25 carats. The accessory is further doused in 18 carat solid yellow gold and stands tall at a length of 54 millimeters, which is, that is a cumbersome necklace. But then when you've got your fancy hat to consider. That, I'd rather fill it with like Skittles or something though. That ah, yeah, that would be nicer. Vulgar. Like the hat is quite classic. <laughs> just imagining going buying a new car. You're like you take your suitcase or whatever, see if it'll fit in the boot. And you'd be like, can I fit my hat in? Can I get it through the sunroof? <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is according to luxurylaunchers.com. Um, but they've noted that there's a bit of a design flaw with it because if you even so much as knock that pendant, it just releases diamonds everywhere. <laughs> that's the uh, worst pinata. Uh, well, that's why I've put that you could get like 23 of them. You're picking up your dog poo. Oh, no! <laughs> diamonds <laughs> oh. everywhere. Oh, it's found remains again. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it's happened again. <laughs> uh, just while we're on the subject as well, I've noted that you can get 214,000 tiny hands now that they've gone down in price. They're six ninety nine oh! now. We've Driven the price of them down. Well done. Stop it, because Etsy keeps sending me weird tiny hand things and giant Furbies with massive arms as well. I keep getting. And I don't oh, know why. the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. I was freaked out Did every you get that, time. That squirrel one I sent you the other day. Stop it! No. It feels very much like you're going down the hat route with that. Oh yeah, definitely. If those oh, things, right. I would buy the hat. Uh, the guns. The hat. I would never buy the the gauche jewellery. It just seems tacky. That's rich people for you. Uh, It was directed by Terry Ingram, uh, who directed Harold and Kumar Get the Munchies, and also the Hallmark TV series Chesapeake Shores and the Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries. Certain episodes on each one. So very much key to to Hallmark. Those are two of the biggest name TV series that they have. Um, His first director credit was on a TV series that I desperately want to see. It was called Kung Fu, The Legend Continues. And he directed an episode called A Shale in Christmas. Yeah, Kung Fu Legend is David Carradine, isn't it? I don't know. I've never heard of Kung, it Kung Fu was David Carradine, and Legend Continues, I think, was like the 90s reboot of it, yeah. Yeah, this was 1996. Yeah. What would a Shailen Christmas look like? Because in my mind, it is wild. <laughs> yeah, just doing karate at a Christmas tree. <laughs> uh, Stomping throwing, on the Christmas tree. Throwing crackers at each other. 
Uh, Agent Carlos Seguin, uh, obviously played by Eric Estrada, star of Chips, veteran TV actor. Uh, he also once starred in the 1990s film Spirits as a priest, uh, trying to regain his standing in the church after falling and sleeping with a woman. It says falling in inverted commas as though he just sort of fell onto her. Fell into her vagina. He teams up with a group if of ESPN. Only my dick had been burned off, this never would have happened. <laughs> He teams up with a group of ESP experts to investigate a haunted house. It doesn't help that one of the experts is a beautiful young woman. That's I the mean, IMDb trailer for Okay, okay. Um, Agent Tracy Taylor. I'll, I'll just do her as a last one. Uh, Julia Benson. She actually does have a degree in psychology. She wasn't lying. She wasn't lying. I think she just... Wanted to get that, that in there. Yeah, just, just put that in. Uh, that and theatrical production as well. So I don't know how you straddle those two together at the same time. But okay. Uh, and that's it for James Fax. Okay. Plus James Fax is bitten off more than it for can one more shoot. time. <laughs> Uh, a lot of the reviews were really long. <laughs> uh, Rotten Tomato had no reviews whatsoever. Kel surprise. So I've got a bottom and a top. So bottom one from Catrike. All back, but not Cat much Catrike, yeah. As in what? a Catrike. Oh, right. I was, oh, okay. Tricycle made of cats. <laughs> no, I heard that as Rike. I was in a very dark That's place. That's a different thing, yeah. yeah. Let's keep it light. The world's, <laughs> the world's bad enough as it is at the moment. We don't need to add more misery to that. I'm just looking at this hat. It brings me joy. <laughs> <laughs> It is a Hurry on, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. I feel like nothing else will compare. Uh, CGI Chubacabras, not very good. Blue screen motorcycle close-ups look fake. I don't know what he's talking about. Either. How dare he? I don't remember that at all. How could that many people get killed and it seemed hardly anyone knew about it? <laughs> that would have been all over the news. Oh, I guess the murder rate is so high, no one noticed. Oh, cat trike. I mean, that, of all the things to pull apart in the film, that is not <laughs> the one I would have gone for. I don't think a single chupacabra got killed when the Alamo blew up. Cat trike on the money there. We never yeah, saw we that. Never. I would go further than that. I don't think any were harmed in the making of this film. <laughs> the, the 484 computer they were using to run the graphics could only do explosions or chupacabras, not both. Not both together. Uh, Mr. Graphics it- wants double money for that. <laughs> He gave that one a four out of ten, which isn't bad. Yeah, that's kind of what rough did. than what we said. Yeah. Uh, top one was by El Glussing. Uh, oh, that's title... Spanish for the blessing. <laughs> that's an anagram of Eric Estrada. And <laughs> he gave it ten out, ten out of ten, full of awesomeness. OMG, this movie was the best I have ever seen. I've never seen I another movie. <laughs> The effect just blew my mind, along with the incredible acting and emotional lines. I am watching it now, and I'm on the edge of my seat, longing to know what will happen. I highly recommend to anyone who enjoys heartwarming, action-filled, glory, adventurous films. The motorcycle effects were so awesome. It's amazing how they made all those effects on such a low budget. Joke! It's pretty bad and really boring. Oh, <laughs> you oh, blessing! <laughs> <laughs> he had me he had it in the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Two million. You could have bought a hat. I liked it, but all that wandering around at the end, and it was, and yeah, I'd lost interest by that yeah, point. It felt like it ran out of steam. Once they got to the Alamo, it was like, nah, fuck it. It peaked, they at arms falling off. <laughs> little, little Johnny Pundit. Yeah. Again, it would have been better if it had them going round the Alamo murdering chupacabras rather than them getting picked off one by one. I oh, see. I thought this was going to be about time travel. I got excited. <laughs> Where did you get that from? Because it's oh, versus the Alamo. So yeah. I thought it was like the original Alamo. Oh, it would be like uh, in Brass Eye where that paedophile disguises himself as a school. <laughs> The Alamo comes to life and it's like trooper car brought and starts smashing. That That'd would be... have been watchable. <laughs> would it? <laughs> it would have been what it says on the tin. Uh, Which is, uh, I see, I see where this was coming from now, but it still was not great. This was not a good film. It had the premise of being fun. I can't even see it being like it's not even cult worthy. No, I think that's the the sad fact of it is that also Eric Estrada is a terrible actor. He um he was interviewed about this, and he he was interviewed specifically about this film, and he didn't even mention it. That it, it's just <gasps> it was just like buy him a new kitchen or something. Boris Johnson when he's asked <laughs> Prime Minister's question. Uh, I'm just going into a fridge. To so <laughs> about this film, you're in Chupacabra. Yes, I've got this mole sauce I'm wishing to sell. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Senor Ding Dong. Ah, oh, in conclusion, that was 2013's Chupacabra versus the Alamo slash Beast of the Alamo slash Chupacabra slash Eric Estrada runs around with a <laughs> shotgun for 45 minutes. Um, slash, don't go for a slash because your knob will get slashed off. <laughs> we've learned a lot. We've learned the phrase Willy Bloods. <laughs> uh, we've seen the best sign ever for muffins. Uh, and that, yeah, that's it. Uh, if you want to get in touch, all the stuff's at the start. If you've made it this far, well done. Uh, your favourite lines from the film? We got chupacabras <laughs> up in here. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Muffins. <laughs> Muffins. <laughs> oh, my penis. Help me. Help my penis. It's been munched. I wish I was Snorlax.